It's the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Ideas Tees, Dan France Concrete, First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Bowen's Body Shop, and Sir Pizza. We are back on the show. It's time to talk some Smyrna Bulldog football, and Coach Matt Williams joins us this morning. And a uh, tough home loss last night to the Gallatin Green Wave, 24-7, to to uh, complete the season for Smyrna High School. Coach um, uh, ran into a tough Green Wave team last night. Yeah, we did. Uh, you know, I told our team that, you know, if you looked at their record, it was going to be a mistake. And, you know, uh, I think mean, – the people who actually watched the film saw a team in Galveston that uh, had made a quarterback change, you know, about three, three weeks ago at the beach game, and uh, which was sort of a shot in the arm of the offense. And you saw a you know, sophomore tailback for them that was sort of coming into his own. Uh, you know, he ran out, ran the opening kickoff back uh, about 90-something yards against me for a touchdown to start that game. And uh, you saw a team that was getting better week by week, and Knew we were going to have our hands full with the uh, offensive scheme they were coming in with, and uh, you know, sort of every every one of my fears uh, sort of came true last night. My uh, biggest fear was that we couldn't replicate and practice what we were going to see in the game, and uh, I think that came to fruition. That we struggled, you know, got off to a really bad start, and uh, in the end, that uh, you know, anytime you have three turnovers in a playoff game, you're probably going to lose, and that's what happened last night. Coach, I, I'm sure you go over scenarios and the 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 week leading up, and all kinds of things run run through your head. And uh, just to kind of get in between the headsets here, just a little bit, I, I would think that you know you you think about well, we need this to happen, we can't have this to happen, and it sounds like several of those things that you couldn't have happen happened to you. Yeah, I did. Well, you know, we got the uh, ball and open kickoff, and you got it out to about 25. And- uh, you know, got got the third down and, uh, you know, got pressured and ran backwards and, you know, sort of panicked and, and threw the ball, got a grounding penalty and backed us up and, you know, to where our partner was in the end zone. And had an errant snap that uh, we luckily, Lana did a good job knocking it down. Actually, it was, you know, sort of a miracle that he caught the snap and but then trying to get it off in a hurry, which is tough, you know, you kick it sideways out of bounds. So, you know, they got the ball inside our 30 to start their first drive and, uh, you know, it, against offense like that, it's got some, you know, some awesome health elements, and they're downhill right at you with a big fullback. Uh, it was a tough, tough assignment to start the game, so they jump up seven or nothing. And, you know, I thought after that, we settled down defensively, did a good job for the most part of the rest of the half, uh, but uh, just couldn't overcome the turnovers. Um, turnovers are just really hard to overcome, especially in the playoffs, aren't they? Yeah, they are in time, but yeah. You, you, know, you get a playoffs and then, uh, you know, a two three match up there. You know, I knew they were, uh, it was an evenly matched type deal. And, uh, you know, uh, some of the injuries we had sort of put us on the eight ball a little bit offensively. And uh, it just was what it was. And we're never going to make excuses. No, we got beat by a team last night that was more offensive than we were. And, uh, you know, I don't want to, uh, and it's never the kids' fault when we lose. I tell them that it's my fault when we lose. And I just feel like we struggled. Uh, really all year uh, with our scout look our depth was such that it uh, put us put us in a bind and 
you know, when you look across your scout team, and they're, they're doing the best job they could. I let our scout team do an excellent job trying to replicate what Galton does. But when you look across your scout team, you got three or four freshmen over there on your scout team. Uh, you know you're not getting any anywhere near the look of the speed of the game you're going to get on a Friday night. And, uh, you know, guys, and I just saw last night, you know, I told our kids we had to win at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. And uh, I felt like at times we held our own. Like I said, you know, the remainder of the second half, we even had a turnover late in the half where they had a really good field position in our territory and our defense stood up and held them a field goal trial, which they hit to go up to nothing. But I knew, I told our kids come out of half, and I said, we got to go out here and get a stop with the ball back and go score and make it 14 down. Well, uh, their sophomore tailback popped a long run uh, on that drive and gets down there and they score. And, you know, next thing we know, we're down 17 7. And, uh, you know, just thinking that nothing that we needed to really go right went right. And, uh, you know, the, the, unfortunately, the result of that is that we're done for the year. Brian Barrett here with uh, Smyrna football coach Matt Williams. And uh, it sounds like to me that uh, Gallatin. Is is kind of the uh, prototypical uh, Smyrna team. I mean, they they do the things that you like to do: physical, run the ball, ball control, those types of things. Uh, w- would you say they kind of mirror what you like to do as a coach? Uh, yeah, I mean, we ran, we we had time. You know, I was proud of our offense uh, late in the second half. You know, we drove around, got physical with them, and, and ran the ball down there. So Landon had close to a yard rush last night uh, with Arian out. That was. You know, that was good. Um, you know, but I, I, I'm not saying we weren't physical at all. There were times last night we flashed and we were really physical. Uh, but I think if you look from start to finish, I think the energy and the physicality, you know, fell more on the offensive side. But, uh, you know, we're always going to be a physical football team if they run the people and does those things. Uh, you know, I don't want to, you know, again, I don't want to ever put anything on the kids. But, you know, I think, uh, and I'll talk to them about this uh, on Monday, you know, I, yeah, we, we need coming into this year one of the keys, and I told everybody this, is that we needed to stay healthy. And, and quite frankly, we were an injury-ridden football team this year and, and you know, had um, three season-ending surgeries uh, and had multiple kids out that uh, were really, really big playmakers for us. And Jake Merrill got hurt. Uh, I mean, it was somewhere prior to the, I guess it may have been the Riverdale game, somewhere prior to the Cambridge game. That, you know, defensively, anytime you take a kid that's a Division One type player out of your defensive front, it makes a difference. And, you know, I think we saw the results of that. And a kid like Bo Burns that uh, was a receiver for us and had a real, really, really bad uh, AC joint sprain uh, that we thought we might get back. Actually, that's an easier thing. Probably we're going to be able to get him back for next week. But, uh, you know, some of the injuries we had were hard to overcome, and there were kids that were key players for us. And, uh, you know, that, that in the end also affects our football team greatly, and that's not an excuse, it's just reality. And when you have, you know, we have the smallest roster we've ever had at 60, uh, give or take, and you, know, you have five or six big time injuries in that roster, it's going to change the complexion of your football team. And, uh, you know, I've been, you know, uh, we've got a lot of coaching on seven, and we've been to state championship games, we made big playoff runs, and in those years, we had a lot of luck on the injury front. This year, unfortunately, that was not the case. Yeah, injuries are, are are those things that you you can't plan for. You have to react to, and that's why we always hear about the next man up mentality and and that kind of thing. But reality is, Matt, that you have you have kids that are in those starting positions for a reason, and 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 lack of experience, youth, all those things. You know, w- w- when you have to go a little deeper down the lineup. 
It is. In fact, they're things they're playing. You, know, you got a team, you know, I'm sure Oakland, you know, Oakland with a couple kids, I'm sure they reload pretty quick because they probably got close to 100 kids in our varsity roster. And uh, that's just not the case with us right now. And, uh, you know, we've got to find a way to get back to where we, we've got better depth. And I think we will. We've you know, we put a lot of sophomores this year. Even, you know, we had freshmen out there at times. And, you know, that'll end up paying off in the long run. Those kids have uh, gotten probably not experienced. And, you know, there were times I would look in on defense and we'd have five and six sophomores out there. So, you know, that, that Friday night experience will help down the road, and I think that depth will continue to build and, and get better. You know, I'm proud of this senior class. I want to make sure I say that. You know, it's the smallest senior class I've ever had. We only had 12 seniors this year, which is uh, just about unheard of in a six-day football program. And, uh, you know, I thought those kids did a good job leading this football team and, and uh, doing the things they needed to do to help make us better. And, you know, so I'm proud of that group as well. Matt, one more thing about uh, you know when 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 domino pieces aren't there for you, sometimes other starters, uh, other positions, they they have to kind of pick up, uh, maybe even especially in the leadership role and and things of that nature. And uh, you, you've definitely had to maneuver the chess pieces this year. Uh, talk about any uh, of the kids that uh, especially kind of put put this team on their shoulders when times were tough. Well, I like Jaden Jones, the kid that uh, jumps out in Arion last week, hurt his knee, and uh, last night Arion was a game-time decision. He got ruled out, and actually was going to be ruled out probably for the rest of the year. And uh, Jaden Jones set up the back and did an admirable job, you know, there. And, um, you know, our, our next guy was B.J. Benthal. B.J. was a kid that uh, had played different played for us all year and did a really good job on defense. Uh, but offensively, at the start of the year, out of the tailback for us at uh, Played and started against Antioch uh, with Eric on out, and uh, you know then he, we moved him to our tight end uh, position, and he did a great job for us there. He gave us that uh, and a good mixture with him and Jeremiah there uh, at the tight end position. So BJ was a kid who moved around all year and, and helped us in that spot. And last last night we had Lante Gray and Ramirez John who have been all offensive linemen all year long step up uh, to be defensive tackles last night and give us some depth there. So. Uh, it was a uh, a year of absolutely Robin Peter to paintball, and there were there were a lot of divisions where uh, our next game was a sophomore, and behind that was a freshman. So uh, you know, none of this is meant to sound like excuse. I ain't meant nothing. No, I don't make excuses. Uh, we've got to get our football team built back to where our depth is is six uh, eight uh, level, and uh, you know we're going to find a way to do that. But uh, you know, unfortunate end of the season, I really felt like this is a team that. Uh, you know, we could move forward with and try to make some noise. Um, but in the end, it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't the card. And, you know, we as a program, we've got to find a way to get off the hump. And I know uh, the press and company that we haven't got out of the first round in the last five or six years. And believe me, I'm fully aware of that. Uh, you know, it's just hard as a coach when you're used to making these playoff runs and have been the state championship game and this, that, and the other. And, and you know, you, you get knocked out in the first round. That's not a good, good feeling. And you want. I don't want it for me. I want it for the kids. And we've got to find a way to get this program back to making these playoff runs, and that'll be our offseason focus. Matt, you bring up uh, an excellent point. I mean, you've you've been to the quote unquote high school promised land. It's it's not about you. It, it's about 
this class of uh, you know this this 2021 football team and wanting the best for for it and you know now that you, you take this seven and three campaign a lot of things that you can build off of here with this and when you're talking about sophomores and freshmen well next year they're juniors and sophomores and building that depth I mean the the work for 2022 starts in minutes I guess right yeah it does I mean we'll, we'll have a meeting on Monday and uh, got a good rally having them in the, uh, you know, we're already, we already work hard in the weight room, but we'll obviously start acting up in their off-season, uh, program and, and start hitting that really hard and, uh, just trying to get bigger, faster, and stronger. And, and that, that process will start really, uh, this coming week in the weight room and our way that's in class. Um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I want to mention kids like Jeremiah Bailey. You know, Jeremiah's a kid that, uh, you know, I've had a Bailey in our program, which is like, I guess he's been for the last, seven or eight years because, you know, Josh, his other brother, played for us. And, uh, Jeremiah played for us as a freshman. I mean, he played a lot of minutes as a freshman for us. And so he's a kid that I feel like we've had, you know, in our program for a long, long time. And um, you're going to miss that. I mean, it's hard when you see kids like Jeremiah and our seniors uh, take his minutes and another kid that, man, just played his hand off all year and, and at the wide receiver position and our weak safety position. And it's hard to see those young men, you know, with tears in their eyes after a game and, uh, you know, your heart goes out there. You want to see those kids succeed. You want to see those kids get to feel the, the feeling of practicing late into, you know, into November and getting that experience, those neat, uh, neat, neat deals. And, uh, so we're going to miss these seniors. But, uh, yeah, our, our process will, will start, you know, literally on Monday. And, you know, and our coaches' uh, minds are probably already sort of laying that way. And it's just how the, that's the nature of this business. But, We'll move forward, you know, these kids will be fine. You know, the, the, the positives, they learn life's lessons. And, and we've tried to teach them a lot of things about what it means to be a, a young man and, and going forward into this world. And I think all these kids are going to be really, really successful because they've been through tough times and they've been through adversity. And I know we've got a lot of seniors that are going to go out to the world and make an impact. Well, um, I, I know you've mentioned your your senior class, uh, twelve kids, uh, the smallest senior class that that, that you've had. Um, want to make sure that you have the opportunity. Anybody else you you want to mention here um, um, before our time gets away? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you got kids uh, like Eric Lark and uh, you know uh, Larry Larry Lock and a kid that you know moved in from Cambridge and helped us out and did a good job for us at the linebacker position. Uh, you know, down Daniel LaCour, a young man that, uh, you know, I've known since he was a sixth grader at two or three guys. That's two or three middle. You know, he played with my son. And I uh, just, you know, KJ Whitney and, and uh, you know, Lucas Green. I'm going to leave somebody out. I hope I don't. You know, Lyle Gardner. Um, you know, I already mentioned Jaden and Jeremiah and all those kids. Uh, you know, you played Mayo, our center, you know, last night had a terrible high ankle sprain. And, and, uh, you know, gutted through that. I know he was in pain all night, but, you know, gutted through it. And then Clay's another kid who started for us as a sophomore, so he's a kid that's been there for a long time. And, you know, Billy, that's a young man. He's a tough, good kid and one of the better linemen we've ever had. Uh, Colton Riggins, a young man that came back this year, was able to help us in different areas on off the line on the PAT team. And, uh, you know, hopefully I've mentioned most of those kids, and, and I'm sure I left somebody out. But, uh, all kids that, uh, you know, are important. You know, I had those kids over to my house for a cookout prior to the season. Uh, just a fun group to be around. They laugh and, you know, they got infectious laughs, infectious smiles. And I uh, just really going to miss that group. And, you know, anybody that I left out, I was doing it off the top of my head, but any of those kids I left out, and I was hoping I love them and, and we're going to miss them dearly. 
Matt, I, I know the the season, I mean, you go and you go and you go, and then all of a sudden things just come to a screeching halt. That I mean, that that's the nature of what you do, and there are very few teams that are extremely happy with the way the season ends, uh, you know, and, and, unless you're playing in, in this year's case, Chattanooga, and not just playing but winning, and it, it's just uh, – Hard to do uh, year in and year out, but I, I know that the uh, Smyrna Bulldogs are in good hands with you, and uh, I, I know that you're already looking forward to uh, building this 2022 team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's a grind, and I think, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people don't realize the grind that high school coaches put themselves through, and you don't have to. I'm sure a lot of coaches across the state that don't necessarily do that, but you know, our coaches uh, every week or on Saturday morning marking out film and uh, taking time to make sure we really study the opponent, put together a good scouting report, and then we're, you know, usually in the office. Uh, I have a specialty meeting with Coach Embry, you know, 10 already in the morning on Sunday, and then we meet at 11. Most of our staff goes to church early on Sunday. Uh, so, you know, it's a seven-day-a-week venture and, and a seven-day-a-week commitment, and you know, I'm proud of our coaches too. Our, our coaches work hard, and our coaches are kids that care about uh, care about kids. And, and uh, you know, I wouldn't have them on my staff if they didn't. So, you know, proud of our coaches too. We didn't get what we wanted, and you know, as a football coach, sort of finding something in a position you don't really know what to do with yourself. Uh, it's sort of a weird feeling, but uh, we'll adjust and move forward. And you know, we're going to find a way to get this program back to where it deserves to be. And nobody loves this program more than I do. I think you know, but part for a long time. You know, this this year was my I think twenty first year as a as a smarter bulldog and uh, you know, we're gonna get the ship riding and we're gonna figure things out the way that we figure out. And hopefully next year we'll have a year where the injury bug doesn't hit us quite as hard. But uh, you know, uh, even with all the, you know, sadness that comes from a season ending loss in the playoffs, you know, I'm still proud of this kid. I told him that last time. I still love his kids and that's not gonna change and you know, there are worse things in life to go through, I assure you. We all know that and uh, we'll learn lessons and move forward, and uh, we'll bounce back from the setback. But uh, proud of the for what they accomplished this year. And appreciate y'all for all y'all do for high school football, Brian, and you and John, and, and all the crew. Uh, you know, y'all do a great job uh, highlighting our county athletes and teams, and just uh, thankful for you all too. I appreciate that. It wouldn't be a coach's show without uh, without you all, and uh, especially you, Matt. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you here before you know it. All right, Brian. I appreciate. You. Yes, sir. That's Matt Williams joining us, the head football coach of the Smyrna Bulldogs this morning on the Prentice Allsup Heating and Air Coach's Corner. A timeout will come back. Monty Hill Jr. sitting down with uh, Coach Kevin Creasy of the Oakland Patriots next.